You know what veterans are covered in? Skin. What are they doing for it? <laughs> Welcome to the Innovation Overground, the front porch of academic innovation, where we find some of the coolest university technologies that you don't have to, or in today's case, some of the coolest VA technologies, and we're going to do a series on those. Um, we want to add the volume of some of these technologies and hopefully help them become actual things out there in the world somewhere. Thank you for joining us. My name is Charlie Litton. I'm joined by Tyler Scher, PhD, science wizard. Hey, Charlie. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. I'm also joined by Joe Rungi, Dr. Law Dog, Entrepreneur Werewolf. Hey, Charlie. Least, that's what my note says here. That's what you are. You Still, read that very naturally. Yes. It felt natural. Felt so, off the cuff. So... Um, <laughs> While you're cuffing, please take a moment. <laughs> Man, I hope that's not something that that, you think kids I, said. I, I don't know. It didn't sound good. Does not. No. <laughs> so while, illegal in at least four states. Man, the, the fuzz is on the way. <laughs> and when they get here, we'll ask them to subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review of it, which probably we don't want to post, but... Yeah, we do want to add to the volume of the stuff and help you know spread the word. And you helping us spread the word will help these technologies. So please, please do that. So like I said before, um, I do want to get into some more more VA stuff, a series yeah. that we've that we've been going on for a couple couple of weeks now. Um, <clears throat> and so related to um, you know we talked about eyes and and and, and diabetes and um, you know something else. I think that that you know you see a lot of in in not just VA, but obviously hospitals anywhere is, you know, I, I think you got to you know, uh, people laying in bed a lot. And so you got to worry about bed sores and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I know there are some things you can do, but I think it's mainly about scheduling, right? About, you know, scheduling, you know, turning people over just to make sure they're not laying in a, what's the technical term for bed sores? That, uh, oh, the technical term? A pressure ulcer. Pressure ulcers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's and you're a big right. problem, isn't it? I mean, especially it with when you're yeah. dealing with those, some of these infections that resist uh, treatments. Yes, um, you don't want that. So, yeah. So, what uh, do they have anything going on? I know. Well, I know they do. Tyler, you were talking about this earlier. What What is the VA working on for for these uh, pressure ulcers? Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. Yeah. So, I mean, you have a, a lot Joe's, of our veterans, unfortunately, Joe's building a fort in the corner. That's why it's a banging noise. <laughs> well, not. Anymore. I can't wait to see what it, the final product looks like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so unfortunately, a lot of our soldiers get you know um, injuries in the battlefield or in the line of duty, right? And they, they require surgery and a lot of recovery time, a lot of time in bed. Um, and so you're, you're right, Charlie. You can do some preventative things. You can make sure that they don't um, kind of you know uh, apply pressure um, just just from body weight in the same area for too long a period of time. So you try to rotate them. Um, but that doesn't always work, not always effective, especially over, you know, days turn into weeks, turn into months. So the VA in collaboration with the university of South I, Florida, I, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. I, what does a pressure ulcer look like? I mean, is it just, Ooh, a, they're, they, they can be not great. They're horrific looking. Yeah. Really? I mean, you literally, it, I mean, what are we talking it, about? Is it, it starts like a off as like a, well, it starts, no, it's, it's almost like a, just a void in the skin. It can yeah. Be imagine if like a bruise had a baby with a black hole. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's awful looking. And they, and once it gets to a, past a certain, like a point, it snowballs and it, it can grow. I imagine it's incredibly get painful, infected. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. Okay. So what causes them is when you are in sort of gravitational contact with a surface, it sort of, uh, for lack of a better term, it, 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 it slows blood flow in that area that's in contact. And okay. so gradually over time, 
the the tissue will start to get into a state of stress, and that's what the the ulcer. So, how long are we talking? How long do you need to have that 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 contact you're talking about before you start to get a problem? So, I think it goes back to the thing you originally said: is how often do you have to move people to prevent them? Because that's kind of the critical part. Because okay. there are, you know, uh, the 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 Braden scale uh, is kind of one of the most uh, effective means to be able to as you can assess someone's risk for pressure ulcers and build a, a plan to manage them. And this is all in skilled nursing care. It's hmm. uh, again one of the 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 innovations from the, the from Omaha, Nebraska is actually a, a faculty member at Creighton University who invented it. But wow. the uh, the Braden scale has been used substantially in order to uh, help set up care plans to make sure that people get moved appropriately. What kind of and maybe I'm getting outside your bailiwick, but I'm curious what kind of risk factors are that make you more liable? It's when your risk? skin is wet. It's when you have poor nutrition. It's when mm-hmm. you have any impairment in your your blood flow. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. All those are so factors. Like diabe- would diabetic be? Yeah, diabetic is a yeah, much higher be, risk for, yeah. for pressure ulcers. And you yeah. don't get those horrendous pressure ulcers just in general unless you have some underlying risk factors that are there. Okay. And so you know you have to have nurses come in and move patients, and that can be really difficult if patients are very big or if they've mm-hmm. got some kind of, you know. How often are we talking about having to come in and move a patient? It can not? be pretty – I mean, you can move someone hourly. Yeah, you know, really that often? Yeah, I mean, if you really want to make sure you don't get any complications or – if you're trying to stop complications from snowballing, yeah, you can have you know really, really, and it's Holy, it's a that, huge amount. It of sounds work. it's that that's that easy for some people to get a bed sore. They can be laying in one position. I think by for, that point, you're essentially trying to make sure they don't get worse. But yeah, yeah. you're oh, just trying to maintain. Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's when something's gone wrong usually. Gotcha. Yeah, but okay. again, you're out of my bailiwick there. Okay, or you, if you had a really cool camera to assess it, that might make it easier. Ooh, let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, sorry for the digression, Tyler. <laughs> no, that's fine. That was really interesting. Yeah, or also just just. Add one one last point of digression. Um, it, this may not seem like a very common problem, but it, it's over two and a half million Americans develop pressure ulcers each year. So, wow, yeah, it's probably way more common than this. Way, that was way more common than I thought. Yeah. Um, so this camera, it's a computer-based system for highly accurate monitoring of pressure ulcers, co-developed between the VA and University of South Florida. And so, current methods of wound measurement are basically, you know, using rulers or calipers using things like cotton swabs to try to gauge depth of the pressure ulcer if it's not Oof. all the way through the all the skin layers yet yeah not great right yeah. um and it's important to be able to measure it so you know and get accurate readings so you know if you're getting better or worse sure. and how quickly it's going either direction so uh this research um created a an objective measure of size, shape, and depth of the wound using a, um, a combination of 3D camera and computer-based software. It's easy to use, lightweight. Uh, it doesn't require contact like, uh, like your cotton swabs or your ruler necessarily with the pressure ulcer itself. Um, it's, it's a digital photography uh, method. And again, captures 3D, it uses a 3D camera, captures 3D imaging. So as opposed to 2D imaging where you, you maybe don't have the best, um, you're able to take measurements off of that photograph or digital photograph in 2D, but you might be missing some of the data. You're not getting, not accounting for wound curvature and, and depth and things like that. How, so does it, so does it, wouldn't it need some sort of context to understand the, 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 to be able to make accurate measurements, some sort of calibration bars or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So you can definitely, you can have a, a you're right. You can have a, a, either on the, either on the screen itself of the camera. Um, it has, has that measurement. You could, you, if you, if, if needed, you could have some sort of ruler or something objective, an objective measurement next to it as well. Um, or at least within the frame next to the wound ulcer. 
Um, yeah. Also, so, a lot of digital tools, just by knowing the distance from the camera to the patient, you can essentially calibrate it that way. And that's a good point. Yeah, if you do it okay. in, in a now standardized method how the invention of, would work. So the invention of image doesn't, capture. Okay. So the invention doesn't have that built into it? Is it baked into the... To the is it an app then? Or? To some extent, it's baked into the software. It's a combination of of, of uh, the hardware and the software. Um, and double checking, it's patent pending still as well. So this is also another innovation out of VA that looks really promising, and they've done a, some limited um, work with or research with to validate, but it still would need um, a little more development to be able to make it to market. Okay, that sounds cool. That's out of South Florida, right? Yep, VA in combination with South Florida. So in the universe of cool things you can do uh, to better diagnose conditions, this one's a little bit less high-tech. So this is a joint project between the Veterans Affairs and uh, the University of Minnesota. And so this hmm. is a, a much more straightforward invention. Uh, it's basically a series of platforms to uh, help you take pictures of parts of your body that are hard to see, uh, specifically the bottoms of your feet. So Charlie, what do the bottom of your feet look like right now, right? I don't know. When he said parts that I can't see, I yeah, <laughs> I know. like my back or something. <laughs> I guess that's true. But you could do that too, right? Yeah. So uh, in, in sort of the embodiment that the VA spends a lot of time talking about on TechLinks, uh, it's just kind of a bendy sort of selfie stick looking doodad that has a little fiber optic camera that you can plug into your smartphone. And then you can just sort of look around on your back or you can look underneath your feet. Whatever. And it, it, the, the, the patient population is really meant for are people that have limited mobility. Okay. So Interesting. If, you know, kind of getting multiple mirrors lined up, hard to do. <laughs> okay. Um, so it sounds like a fluoroscope. Well, that plugs that, into your smartphone. Right. Yeah. The, you, and you is can, okay, you outside to, of your body. Go to, I think it's, I think fluoroscope is the right word. It's like a basically plumbers use it. Uh, oh, like a borescope? Electri- yeah. Got kind it. of like an abor- yeah, I guess a borescope too. Yeah, um, got it. But yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, you just stick it in the wall, and then you can figure out why is, what smells like dead mouse. Oh, it's the dead mouse that's in the wall. There it is. I found. I it. wouldn't have guessed. That's now I'll punch a hole in that part of the wall, and I'll regret the other sixteen. I'm not speaking. <laughs> why from are experience. we punching <laughs> holes in walls? What is going the on? Thing that oh, died in the wall. We're learning a little bit about Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you could you know for thirty bucks you buy a little thing, a little. I thought it was called fluoroscope, boroscope, I guess, too. I um, think the the, the or apparently is the important part. So the what? <laughs> the, it has to rhyme with an oroscope, fluoroscope, boroscope. Yeah, some sort of bendy. It's basically Jorscope. a tube. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a, like a, a, a snaky a thing. Snake. Yeah, yeah, a snake around. with a camera. Yeah, my note yeah. literally says uh, bendy stick with camera. No, bendy wand that connects to smartphone. That's kind of the the thing that they that's they the really tech summary. For. Okay, but the the if you actually dig into the patent, they've kind of got this cool. Almost like a, uh, a, a a gym bench looking doodad, and they they have it lined up. So they've got little stirrup like devices that you can put your calves into. You can sit on the couch, and what? it perfectly positions your feet. I'm getting too far for from a the pelvic. Mic. I don't. <laughs> I I guess stirrups is the wrong word. Whatever the okay. stirrup equivalent <laughs> is, cups what that you can put your calf muscles into. Okay, is everyone? Tracking, this, okay, yeah, this I think sounds so. like an overcomplication. I'm, I'm, I'm backing away say, from stirrups. I got to tell you, if you want an overcomplication, you come to the right place. <laughs> but, uh, so it's basically a frame at the bottom of which you could put a smartphone. Okay, and then you just stick your feet down there, and they're perfectly in frame, right? Okay, and so you can then uh, have a little camera connection from your smartphone to a screen. I'm not doing it justice, am I? 
Oh my gosh! So I just is, saw the radio voice. the actual patent diagram there. Okay. That is interesting. Yeah, and then they've got another one. It, it checked the program notes, and you can just ignore everything I just said. But <laughs> if you want to see the bottom of your feet, why would you want to see the bottom of your feet? So if you have diabetes, which seems to be a theme that we're running through here, and you're worried you know, that the, you're, a lot of these are diabetic related, these, the VA series anyway that we've been doing. For a but I mean, if you think about the population, right? The diabetes, the, the the VA is taking care of an aging population because they're Americans, That's and true. diabetes yeah. is a you know huge factor. And for them, you know they they don't bill insurance, so they need to take care of things in the most cost-effective way possible and maintain diabetes is a good way to keep costs down. I think for them, you know, the ability to give their patients with less mobility a better way to make sure that their feet are not having progressively worse disease, it's a good way to prevent a lot of surgery and prevent a lot of rehabilitation. What is okay. it, a ounce of prevention's worth a pound of cure? Yep. And sometimes an ounce of prevention is a bendy stick that you plug into your smartphone so you can look at the bottom of your feet. I'm kind of curious, what are you looking for on the bottom of your feet? Just look for cuts and things like that that need maintenance? So or? I think, you know, when uh, people have uh, diabetes-associated issues with their feet, their feet, you know, start to get discolored. They, you know, have sores that they can't feel. I think uh, even you, for you me, pressure I mean, ulcers. Yeah, yeah. as a man on the cusp of middle age, you know, I mean, it's harder to look at the bottom of my feet than it used to. I cut it's hard my for toe. me to look at the top of my feet. That's true. You know, so <laughs> all I'm saying is— I have is, feet? <laughs> for the win <laughs> also the youngest um, yeah but yeah no the, the the relevant part is you know it's just emblematic of innovation that really does focus on being pragmatic and impactful and sometimes if you just give it better people a better way for people to see the bottom of their feet yeah. it's the best way to lower your diabetes costs. are there other potential applications for this or is this entirely so this can be used on... for any dermatological application okay. so if you know you have a growth on your back or whatever right it's just good in general to get a good view of what's going on with your skin i mean i've heard veterans are covered in it and if there are any <laughs> issues that you can catch related to like a not melanoma. Not uniquely. I mean, there are other people also have skin. Like people, right? you know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not categorize here. Sure. But as you're getting older, it gets harder to, you know, yeah. check everywhere for whatever reason. And so instead of getting caught up in all that, just give them a camera that they can easily move around. So if you happen to be a company that specializes in image processing, AI image processing, in, true. in terms, uh, more specifically skin imaging or dermatology, then you, you partner up with this hardware and now you got yourself a winner is that the next step for this one i don't think it has to be i think that this is kind of going the other way just saying you know what we're just gonna keep this really simple so you know as far as the commercial model for that simplicity isn't always the easiest thing to sell but in this instance i think if you had like a, a someone with a really effective network to distribute products to you know older people at home or people who are otherwise having mobility issues hmm. you'd have a real winner this is an issued patent it that looks they like have. another accessibility application as well right mm -hmm. and i think that you know in a, like you know innovation can look a lot of different ways but sometimes what really does matter and what i think we're interested in the show is things that actually touch people's lives right. and so yeah. while i'm all for you know laser powered telecommunication and quantum microwaves or whatever we were talking about. It's space <laughs> elevators. Space elevators. Is that even a yeah. thing? Yeah. You know, this you is- You think it is. <laughs> I talked myself into it. I think that, you know, uh, it's important to also remember that, you know, people have real problems and you don't have to invent new electromagnetic spectrum to solve it. Okay. I mean, always. Yeah, I'm not against it. All right.
Cool. Well, I think on that <laughs> note, let's let's come to ground on this one. So please take a note to check the program. Ugh. Please take a minute to check the program notes. We will have links to all of the VA technologies that we talked to about. And uh, please also make a note to uh, check out our ongoing series of VA innovation and our friends at TechLink, who have very graciously helped us pick some real gems of technologies. I also want to thank our, our sponsors, Unimed, the Technology Transfer and Commercialization Office for the University of Nebraska Medical Center and the University of Nebraska at Omaha. Also, KVNO Studios for the generous use of their space here. And uh, Corbin Hirshorn, our, our producer. And also Unitech, our, yeah, Unitech. Our translational research institute and in startup incubator. Incubator. incubator is the word I was looking for. Yes, we, we make eggs. Website coming soon. <laughs> so for Tyler Scherer and Joe Runke, I'm Charlie Litton saying thank you and join us every Monday for Unimed's Innovation Overground.